Here's a message from Ken Lavica. The Tebow experiment is done. His uh, professional pro sports fantasy camp should be over, and I don't think we're going to be looking too kindly back on the Tim Tebow pro sports experience. Joe Rigotti, hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 106.3. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. No, no, no. Stick around. Hang out with us. Cool. Yeah, we'll stay and hang around with you. It's Ken LaVeca Live on ESPN 106.3. Tim Tebow lasted one cut in Jacksonville. Rosters trimmed to 85 today, and the blacklist wonder Tim Tebow unable to make it into another week of training camp. He has left the Jacksonville Jaguars, and with that, it's time to put a bow on his professional sports career. Ken LeVick Alive, we're just getting started. Ken LeVick Alive featuring Coquel here on a Tuesday on ESPN 106.3, also the free ESPN app and on your smart speaker. Coming to you from the Anna John Levine Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, legendary Phillips Point Towers, right off of the increasingly humid and disgusting intracoastal. Not the water, just the conditions. Joe Rigotti once again holding things down with us uh, here in downtown West Palm. And Coquel remains in day number 10 of COVID quarantine in his garage in Port St. Lucie. My friend, how do you feel? It's hot. It's hot in this garage. You need need EDS air conditioning. I do. I need to get them out here. They are the best. Because EDS is yes. Correct. Uh, so uh, this morning, as I'm scrolling through Twitter, I'm like, huh, where do we go today? How do we approach this show? What are we going to do on a Tuesday? And then it all came and it all hit me square in the face. From the heavens descended the news that Tim Tebow had been cut by the Jacksonville Jaguars. I want to make something abundantly clear right at the onset, okay? Tim Tebow, the man. Great human being, much better human being than I could ever strive to be. Makes a difference. Folks look up to him. Tim Tebow, the professional athlete, failure. Not good. Other than fleeting moments, his professional sports career, bad. And that is what we discussed today, the legacy of of Tim Tebow. His personal fantasy sports camp that he has uh, been living here since all the way back in 2010, it should come to an end now. Whether it's football, whether it's baseball, whether it's back to football, hell, maybe he wants to give hockey a shot. But that's a done deal. His, his professional sports career should be done. He is better utilized in other areas in society on this planet. He's just flat out not a good professional sports athlete. He did not translate what he did in college in any way, shape, or form to the NFL. And so today, on the day that Tim Tebow is released by the Jacksonville Jaguars, I ask, what is Tim Tebow's pro sports legacy? What is Tim Tebow's pro sports legacy? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Twitter has been lighting up today with this, and you can get at us at ESPN. West Palm. What is Tim Tebow's pro sports legacy? Of course, I have gotten a lot of feedback on social media today that this 
one singular individual play from all the way back in 2011. This is Tim Tebow, and this is his pro sports legacy. This is Tim Tebow's. Uh, go ahead, like, cut that off. Cut that off real quick. I think I forgot to send that to you. Coquel, I totally blew it. I totally blew it. <laughs> what you said totally it to me? I totally blew it. I, think I can't I play things from here. Kenny. I thought that I had sent Joe Rigotti the right thing. It's, of course, the 2011 Denver Tebow Broncos. rolls out, hits a receiver over Pittsburgh the middle for Steelers. a touchdown. Do we have it, Rigotti? Did I send that to you? No, I don't have it. Yeah, so we'll. Um, uh, I'm sure we can find it. I'll play it for you an, uh, as soon as Rigotti uh, is able to get it because I completely blew it in that spot. My radio legacy, also a failure. <laughs> very, very bad. 2011, we all know it. Uh, the, the 2011 playoffs, the wild card round, the Broncos get an 80-yard touchdown pass on the first play of overtime to Demarius Thomas to beat the Steelers and move on. So that, of course, is what I have gotten a ton of replies on today when I talk about Tim Tebow's pro sports legacy and when I ask what Tim Tebow's pro sports legacy is. But I'm sorry, you're not going to tell me that a 25th overall pick I'm sorry, you're not going to tell me that a first-round selection, him making one play in his career in the postseason, that is enough for me to say, ah, yes, that's Tim Tebow's legacy. Sorry, doesn't work that way. Not a transcendent Heisman winner, not a first-round draft pick. He was a pro sports failure. That's his legacy. Are you going to make me do it again? Go through Tom Brady's stats from the moment he met Tim, Tim Tebow. Go through Jason DeGrom's stats from that faithful Jacob, day in March. Jacob DeGrom. And his brother. That he had a catch. <laughs> that he had a catch with Tebow. Look at his numbers since. Yeah. I mean, look at this. Tebow is the ultimate winner from a small town in the Philippines, Ken. He's overcome the American dream as a Filipino immigrant to make it in professional sports in multiple sports. He's not an immigrant just because his parents were in uh, the Where Philippines on a Where mission doesn't mean his American-born parents on a mission in the Philippines doesn't mean that he's a Filipino immigrant living the American dream. For the fifth time, Coquel, in the last two months, that's not how that works. He's my hero. Okay, I understand that. It doesn't mean he was a good pro. And he's a lot of people's heroes. I'll acknowledge that. He's a great human being. As far as a football player is concerned, as far as an outfielder is concerned, bad. And because I teased it so mightily, here is <laughs> that 80-yard touchdown pass in the playoffs that I forgot to send to Joe Rigotti before the show started. Take it away, Joe. The Broncos have been in three overtime games this year. They want them all. Got him. Got him at the 40. It's Thomas at the 50. Stickler going three to the 30. To the 20. Thomas to the 10. There we go. Man, was that worth it. Jim Nance on the call, CBS. That was what many on social media, many on Twitter, are telling me is Tim Tebow's pro sports legacy. I think the dude was just flat out bad in the bad way. He was, as a first-round draft pick, 25th overall, he was a failure who could not stick with the team and had one discernible moment, and that was in the playoffs with a team that's defense took over that season, and uh, they were touched from above uh, to get all of the breaks that you'll ever see an NFL team get in that 2011 campaign. What is Tim Tebow's pro sports legacy? 888 760 3776. 888 
760-3776. And again, hit us up on Twitter at ESPN West Palm. So, Kokel, you can't tell me, okay, that a guy who spent three years in the NFL, he made three regular season rosters, okay, Mm -hmm. played in a handful of games in 2010. Then 2011 was far and away his most successful year where he made 11 starts. He went 7-4 in those starts, mm-hmm. uh, 123.5 passing yards per game, sacked 33 mm-hmm. times, had a completion percentage of 46.5. That's mm-hmm. vomit-inducing. 12 touchdowns to 6 interceptions. Mm-hmm. That, that season, that one play we just heard after a lot of buildup, that that counts as his pro sports legacy. I'm sorry. I'm not giving that to you. Not as a first-round pick. And then his baseball career, 222. Never made it. Never played a Major League Baseball game. Hit 222. Sorry. That's not a good professional sports career. It also doesn't help the legacy that the Steelers' starting safety was out for that game. Also, and all he did was hit DT on a slant, and DT did the rest of the work. Yeah, yeah, right. That was 60 yards after the catch. Exactly. Exactly. So, I, I again, I'm trying not to crap on the guy. I'm trying not to crap on the man. But there's going to be a lot today. Do we have – did I send you Sam Acho, Joe? Okay. I need to do Coquel. <laughs> Coquel, I'm like double-checking. I, I thought everything was good, and now I'm in real time having to check to make sure I didn't bomb this entire show. My test better come back negative. That's all <laughs> I I'm saying. I need Coquel back so badly from his COVID quarantine. Uh, Coquel, I want you to listen – to get up from this morning, this is Sam Acho on Tim Tebow. I love the fact that Tim Tebow actually went out for his dreams. Like, there's so many little kids out there who don't who, who say, man, well, the world told me not to do it, so I'm not going to, or my friends or my family. But this dude's like, you know what? I'm going to try it. I said I couldn't play baseball. I'm going to go play baseball. I said I couldn't play football. I'm going to go play football. I'm going to try quarterback. I'm going to try tight end. Like, I think people need to just kind of slow down and say, I'm going to block out the outside noise, and I'm going to take a big risk, even if it means me looking uh, getting embarrassed, right, by the media or looking bad on TV. It doesn't matter. Like, I'm going to go for it. Maybe it works. Maybe it doesn't. But, I mean, like, for little kids or for even people who are in adult life trying to make a transition, this move gives people hope because they see that I can try something and I may be great or I may not, but at least I can go for it. So, shout out to Tim Tebow. I respect uh, What a – what is that? I what love a, that. No, what a pie-in-the-sky bunch of nonsense that is. There wasn't any message about taking a risk and giving yes, people there is. Hope. No, there's not. The lesson that Tim Tebow taught us is that, hey, you should know somebody and whoa, they'll whoa, give whoa, you a whoa, chance. Whoa. How many guys did Urban Meyer coach in his career? He's not giving them all a chance. He earned his that chance from Urban Meyer by being a... The guy in the clubhouse that Urban Meyer wanted there while he set the tone in Jacksonville. No, 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 no. He's giving Tim Tebow a reward for rolling out a red carpet to him to Columbus. Sorry. Like, come on, Coquel. Come on. This was totally a, coach, coach, I don't want to hang it up yet, and I have FOMO. I, I want to I, I do something I should have done a decade ago, and that switch positions to tight end. Please, 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 please let I, me play big boy football. And Urban said, yeah, sure, great. It'll be great publicity. I think it's more of the Jaguars also talking to Tebow and saying, hey, we need you in our clubhouse. We need you in our locker room. 
Also, we need to take some pressure off of Trevor Lawrence. What can control the media for three months? How about we bring you in? We'll see what you can do. You make the team great. We're better off. You don't make the team. Not only are you not taking a 53-man roster, you're taking like a 102nd-man roster right now. The camps are so big that it didn't cost anyone anything. I think it was a smart move by Jacksonville and a great shot by Tebow because he knew he'd get made fun of. I think Acho actually makes a great point. He knew he was going to get made fun of, and he still took a shot at it, not caring. Hey, uh, Sam Acho gave a message to the kids today, and so I want to take this opportunity, me, Ken Lavica, to also send a message to the kids as well. Okay, I want you to listen up. If you're you're at lunch, I don't know why you would be <laughs> Dream, listening to the show. Streaming the show. Yeah, that would be very bizarre, and probably uh, you're not allowed to have phones. But kids, I want you to listen to me, okay? Kids, Tim Tebow, let this be a lesson. You do have hope. If you know the right people. What is Tim Tebow's pro sports legacy? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Kids, hope to have someone you can call that has a lot of pull and a lot of power. Hope that that's your hope, kids, okay? That's hey, kids. what Tim Tebow taught you. Hey, kids, we want you to learn something from this Tebow experience. Never try. Don't try just make a call. Steve is in Wellington. He's making a call. Steve is on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Steve? I hate to, to, to... Honestly, I think Sam is on to something. And I think, unfortunately, the attitude that you're taking is part of what's wrong with our culture, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, Ken. Because it, it, <laughs> it, 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 to some extent, yes, you're, you're correct. We're someone... But that is in every facet of life where someone makes a call where there's an opportunity. But at the same time, he had to have done something where someone said, you know what, let's give him a shot when he made that call. Yeah, he can sell jerseys. Like that, that's so, why he was able to get but, into Jackson. But, that, but, that's not, but that's not Tebow's fault. That's society's fault. That's our fault. That's not his problem. Yeah, so I'm the that's one trying to tear problem. Tebow down. So, why am I what's wrong with society, Steve? Mm-hmm. Like, so why are we blaming him? Why are we yeah. blaming him? Which is something that we all take advantage of. It's because he has a very him? chiseled jawbone and he's beautiful. Okay, that's why it's the Tim other, Tebow's fault. The other day when, 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 the, when the relief pitcher for the Yankees went to the manager and said, listen, guys, I'm going to hurt the team, so take me out. We're blaming him and saying he shouldn't do that. He should go out and hurt the team. But yet still when Tebow goes out and try. We're now blaming him for going out and trying. But did you see him try to block I, in that first preseason game? Was he really that's trying, not the, Steve? But it's not the point. That's not the point, though. You and I can see it, and we understand that. But maybe it's not for him. He has to find out for himself. Well, he did find maybe out. He, he got believes, cut today. He, right. So that's what we're saying. You want kids to believe in themselves, even though we know, like, we have our child. And you have your, your, your kids, and your kids go, Dad, I want to be a concert pianist. And every time you watch that kid take lesson and do it, they suck. You, you, you're going to be like, you're going to be like, no, you suck. No, you're going to say keep trying. You're going to give them all the hope. <laughs> yeah, I, I tell you what, I, you know I, what I am in the tough love, and Steve, I appreciate the call. If my girls do want to become concert pianists, first, <laughs> I'm going to tell them that's fine. But you're going to have to practice outside of the home because I'll be damned if I'm going to sit there for two hours every night and hear them practicing the piano. Okay, not until they get good. Until that point, uh-uh. I don't need them banging around on those keys, okay? I need to keep my sanity. It's daddy time when I get home. And listen, daddy time. Look, his Tebow's block was a good block. The one that went viral, he what did his job. What about the other one that was terrible where he basically olayed the left guard who was going to blow up and did blow up the running back? That one was no effort. 
Yeah, but the chip block. <laughs> Did you see the chip block? Yeah. I mean, come on. The yeah. way he lowered his shoulder that was to the fine. side of that guy's I, side. I tweeted. I tweeted that one was fine. Like, he did his job. And then there was the one where he just sort of stumbled forward, and that was that was it. That was it for him. He, he was not going to come back from that one. And I, I want to I send another, another message to kids as well. Okay, kids? I hope you committed the other thing to memory that I told you. Here's my next piece of advice for you Ooh. as well. Okay? Make sure you look good enough to sell jerseys. Okay? Get on that. Maybe you're off to an unfortunate start. There's still time to recover. Maybe it's not just his good looks, though. You know, how come he doesn't get any credit for just being a great person that teams want around? He does get credit for being a great person. Not from you, LaVica, the dredge of society. If I was a Jaguars fourth-string running back trying to make the team, I'd be pissed that Tim Tebow didn't block for me and just olayed the left guard so I got gobbled up and got cut today. What Maybe is, his assignment was to go down to the backer. I don't think you so. You weren't in the huddle. <laughs> I don't think so. Tim Tebow, this, Maybe this should he not happen. Maybe he knew it was God's plan for that running back to face that adversity and see how he can overcome it on the next play. By the way, speaking of that, we did get a special audio message today that, <gasps> uh, that was sent to us. Let's... Um, it, 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 was, it was a message for Tim Tebow. Not sure, why, not sure why it ended up on this show at this station. That's bizarre. But this is, this is what we received today in our show email. Wow. Hey, sport. It's your dad. Sorry the Jaguars <laughs> didn't work out, and sorry the football didn't pan out for you. Why don't you sit down and rest? Proud of you, bucko. P.S. Why don't you try hockey? See what the Florida Panthers are doing. Oh, that was sweet. That was really nice. A message from Tim Tebow's dad. For those of you scoring at home, that was supposed to be God. What is Tim Tebow's <laughs> pro sports? Like? I was like, Satan's got a weird music choice. <laughs> 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. What is Tim Tebow's pro sports legacy? I say bad. I say fail. Let's go to Lake Worth. That's where we find Kevin. Hey, Kevin, you're on Ken LeVick Alive. What's going on, man? Doing good, doing good. So... I want to preface this by saying I'm I'm a Miami Hurricane fan. I have Florida Gator family who were nonstop Tebow lovers. Mm-hmm. I just don't I don't get the like the hate. Like he was a fifth, not even fifth, six string tight end going to training camp. If you can name me a six string tight end that he took a spot from, more power to you. Then you can hate all you want. If it was your cousin who 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 is who is trying to get into well, the NFL, not bad and, news for you, Kevin. It was <laughs> Jimmy okay. Lavica. Yeah, good old Jim, man. Jimmy's worked really hard. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. So, that was that was childish. No, you're good. It's just it's just like I don't hear anybody complaining that Blaine Gabbert's still in the league when he he failed as a first round quarterback. I didn't hear anybody complaining about Matt Weiner when he was a because Blaine Gabbert like, didn't call in a favor to get back into the league. Uh, did he call him the favorite? Or yes. Did, were you on the phone How call? else do you were think you that Tim call? Tebow gets into Jaguars camp by saying, hey, guys, look at my blocking. Look at me. I'm a great tight end now. No, it's, hey, Urban, I want to give this a shot again. I'm done with my baseball career. I, I don't want to uh, uh, come to terms with reality. Can I come to camp? Like, that's how it went down. Okay. So, but why does it matter? It matters because, again, this you're is jealous. a guy. He's a six-string He's a stri- he's a six string tight end. We're gonna worry about yes because he's he's Why someone that makes headlines it? all the time. He's someone that knows he well, makes he headlines. headlines. This is someone who he doesn't make 
Yes, he does. Why but do you think it's the front the page of ESPN.com right now? Because ESPN your sixth, makes it a big deal. He your sixth-string tight end point doesn't work, though, when you're talking about Tim Tebow because he is. His mere name is news. He's a former Heisman Trophy winner. He's someone that needed security to walk through campus in Gainesville. He's a former first-round quarterback who 10 years ago should have seen the light and should have switched positions and failed to do so. And then this year, when his college coach comes to the NFL for his maiden voyage leading a team, that's when he decides, hey, I'm going to make the move. That, to me, is a little bit selfish. Right, but when he signed, it's not, Tim Tebow's not making it about him. He signed, ESPN made a big deal about it, you didn't hear about it for three weeks after that, he gets cut, and now it's a big deal again. Tim Tebow wasn't being paraded out there. He wasn't getting interviews. He wasn't do, he wasn't performing interviews. He was mm-hmm. in camp. He was doing his job, and then he was cut, and it's a big deal again. Well, he was if doing he his job up today, until the preseason. You would not be caught. Yeah, but, but Kevin, let me ask was, you. Let me ask you the the original question though. What is Tim Tebow like? His his legacy as a pro sports athlete. You're you're from a Gator family. You've been fed Tebow propaganda. What is his legacy as a pro sports athlete? Obviously, it's a failure. Like it's not. It's not to the point to where he was made out to be this. You know, the second coming of Jesus Christ. Like like Florida Gators made him out to be. <laughs> but I'm not going to like like I. He he is what he is. If he wants to keep trying and is giving him these opportunities, I'm not going to hate on the guy. I mean, we're talking like people like Keyshawn Johnson who can't pronounce the word series are the are the flagship radio show who he doesn't know anything about. Baseball, basketball, hockey. He's a football player, and he got the job at ESPN because his name's Keyshawn Johnson. Well, and he got he's the job hate on a guy like Tim Kevin, Tebow. He got the job because he's it entertaining. Make sense to me. He got the job because he's, he's entertaining. entertaining. More importantly, Kevin, one more question: Do you also think Ken is what's wrong with society? I'm just taking a tally. No, I'm not. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to say he's what's wrong with. You, we can be honest, and I feel like we came to some common ground. I feel right, like so that one, one. in a world that's so divided, Kevin and I did come to a common ground on Tim Tebow's pro sports legacy. I feel like that's what's right with society. Yes, Stephen Wellington. What is Tim Tebow's pro sports legacy? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tony is in West Palm. Tony, you're on Ken Levick Alive. Hey, Tony. What's going on, Levicka? What's going on? Hey, real quick, if I could just say Keyshawn got the job because he's awesome. Yeah. He does a great he job. Rules. Or, uh, Agreed. Yeah, yeah. Hey, so listen, real quick, I got the redemption song for Tim Tebow. The redemption song for Tim Tebow is uh, it, it's a ring with Jake Paul. I want to see Tim Tebow <laughs> and Jake Paul yes! go at it. Woo! I love it. I love that. <laughs> he knocked Christ out Jake Paul. Man, I, all right, so, he, yeah, I was going to say, like, if if he if he went in there and knocked out Jake Paul, I would start to believe that there was some sort of heavenly impact that was taking place, okay? But let's, let's – so, so Tebow has balked the hell up. I will give him credit. That dude – that dude chiseled his body into just bedrock, right? Like, he looked like a force out there. He just can't block. He doesn't know his yep. assignment, doesn't know what he's doing. He's sort of a blockhead. But, man, that dude is just pure granite. I would love to see him do that. And he could go and preach and do all these things and talk about the gospel and then get in. I mean, Tony, to be quite honest, I think you've brought something legitimate up hey, here. I'm a, I would probably pay for it. Let me tell you yep. real quick. Yep. What is Jake Paul gonna? I mean, uh, uh, which one, Logan and Jake? I don't know who's who. They're just both dopes. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. 
Hey, listen, what's he going to, like, how's he going to get at Tebow? Like, is he really going to, like, grab a Bible and, like, really piss Tebow off? I don't think he wants it. No, <laughs> I really no, I agree. How do you trash talk Tebow? Like, how do you trash talk him? Like, oh, Moses didn't fully part the sea. Like, how do you trash talk him? I don't know how that works. Tony, appreciate the call, man. That's a great hey. idea. That is a great idea. I love the Jake Paul boxing match idea. And, and Coquel, which one's the good one and which one's the sucky one? Logan Paul was the one who fought Floyd Mayweather, right? He's the sucky one. I have no idea. I, know, I, think I didn't Jake, know there were, I didn't know there yeah. were two people until like three weeks ago. Rigotti's giving me the heads up, and Rigotti's much smarter than us uh, on that. Because Jake Paul is boxing Anderson Silva, which is going to go wildly bad for Jake Paul. Jake Paul also boxing Tyron Woodley uh, if, as well. If Tebow did venture into this boxing world, would he then be made fun of as like a complete circus guy or would people appreciate that he's now trying this because I, I feel like people would rip on him even though I think it would be the no I personally think it would be the coolest thing in the world if he fought both of the Paul brothers. no but but going to do this celebrity boxing thing that has taken place like that that is in and of itself just circusy people are acknowledging that you know it's over for you and so you're just trying to to get some shine in the latter part of what athleticism you have left. To me, I'd be much more okay with that than I was him throwing a call to Urban saying, hey, come let me play football and, and play a different position because I want my, my personal pro sports fantasy camp to continue. Like, I'd be totally okay with him boxing. I, I truly adore that idea. What a great call by Tony. What is Tim Tebow's pro sports legacy? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And hey, Ken Levick Alive is presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program, fau.edu slash MBA Sport. And I got some really good news yesterday because someone that I know very well, someone that uh, I, I met at FAU and she went on to do great things in in the state of Texas, but she is also someone who has her MBA in sport management at Florida Atlantic. That is Rachel Rodriguez. She has a new gig where she's now the director of student athlete development and life skills at East Carolina. So she's headed to the American and she is going to be a significant part of that athletic department and want to know why she gets these opportunities, want to know why she's thriving right now. It's because she got her MBA in sport management at Florida Atlantic. Dr. Jim Reardon, just making dreams happen. He sets the base. She said yesterday, hey, they set the foundation. That's what he does. He and his professors teach what you need to know to get into the sports industry. They're going to bestow the knowledge upon you. These professors, they're in the sports industry. They're currently working in it. They're not from 15 years ago where their ideas and their approaches are antiquated. This is now. This is 2021. This is what you need to know to get into the sports industry. FAU.edu slash MBA sport, the FAU MBA sport management program. You can take courses remotely or you can take them on campus in Boca Raton. Sign up for the spring semester classes now rachel rodriguez another shining example of uh success that comes when you have your mba in sport management from florida atlantic here's the website it's never too late to switch careers and get into the sports industry and get that mba fau.edu slash mba sport that's fau.edu slash mba sport the fau mba sport management program now based off of tebow Cocal, i did some research and I know that's rare that I put some effort in, mm-hmm. but I did some research and I looked at the last four Heisman winners who played their college football in the state of Florida. And there's a legitimate discussion to be had about who 
ended up with the best pro football career. And let me tell you, it's rough. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Spend your lunch with Ken by calling 888-760-3776. It's Ken Levick Alive. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. Here's Ken Levicka and Chris Coquel. Tuesday. We have a proud football tradition here in the state of Florida. We have so many Heisman winners, uh, but as of late, the Heisman winners have not panned out to much. So much so that you can have a legitimate argument over who has had the best career of our last four Heisman winners that played their college ball right here in the state of Florida. Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel. Uh, glad you're with us, as always, here at noon on ESPN 106.3. And if you love us, in real time, or you hate us in real time, you get more of us later on the Ken Levicka Live featuring Coquel podcast. It's free, so at least we're doing that for you. You can't be mad at us for that. It's free. You can get it at Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts in that vast, expansive internet. That's the Ken Levicka Live featuring Coquel podcast. Again, wherever you get your podcast, subscribe to it. Get it right to your phone or device every single day. Uh, I want to go through tweets real quick. Before we, um, before we get into this Heisman discussion. Uh, so, again, we've been talking about what is Tim Tebow's pro sports legacy. And you can still weigh in, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. The Twitter is always open, at ESPN West Palm. Uh, but let's go through some of these tweets here. Uh, so Andrew Abramson says, Tim Tebow's pro sports legacy, I was at the game, Dolphins-Broncos, where Denver scored 15 points in two minutes to win the game. That in the Steelers, he had two damn impressive moments, but only those two in his entire pro sports career. Adam Behind Bars tweets, one touchdown against the Steelers and beat a horrible Dolphins team on Florida Day at the Dolphins. Thanks, Nat Moore. Besides that, he was trash. J.R. Radcliffe weighs in on Twitter. Tebow threw that one touchdown in the playoffs. The end. I, I, I got a bunch of that. For, for many, his pro sports career, they remember one singular moment that supersedes all the crap, all the bad, and it was that one throw to Demarius Thomas that you rightly observe, Coquel, was Demarius Thomas 60 yards after the catch. What I don't understand about Tebow's career is why teams didn't, I don't want to get into Tebow deserving a roster spot conversation, but why teams didn't just keep him around as a third string option? Because he is the type of quarterback when all else fails, you might as well throw him in there. Like if he but stayed, isn't there something to be said for him being a distraction, people clamoring for him, even though he doesn't have a realistic chance to play, he ends up just being by his mere presence, something that creates a headache for that coaching staff? And then you have your organization's in trouble. If you can let the media or anyone else be a distraction because someone's on your roster, you have bigger issues. Like, you should be above being able to, to All you have to do is just answer the question. Tebow practiced great today. Next question. The, That's it. Uh, you know, he's the third-string quarterback. There's something to that. Yeah, I, I think it, it definitely depends on the organization. That's why, remember we had that cup of tea with the Patriots. I think that was the conventional wisdom is that, oh, that team will be able to either A, figure him out, or B, figure out how to keep him on the roster without him becoming a distraction. But not even Bill Belichick, the great Bill Belichick, could find the right blueprint to get him involved. I also don't know how many uh, third-string quarterbacks Belichick always keeps. He seems to like having his roster spots for people who can do multiple things, which Tebow wasn't doing at that time. But I just think his legacy would have changed if he just hung around as a 
backup, and he could have been that wily veteran backup that's there for all the young kids instead of Mike or James or whatever White is the Jets' backup quarterback Mike right White. now. Mike White. Uh, you know, like that, that's who he could have become. Monday morning quarterback tweets, Tim Tebow's pro sports legacy is having the best playoff game by a bad quarterback in NFL history. I mean, there's been a lot of bad quarterbacks that have won playoff games. I mean, Tim Tebow's not the only one. Uh, Hot Tub Dave tweets, more playoff wins than Matt Stafford, Sonny Jurgensen, Y.A. Tittle, and Jim Hart combined. Okay. Well, he's the only person in the world who has considered that as Tim Tebow's pro sports legacy. Poor Y.A. gets brought up in everything. <laughs> he does? I don't know. Y.A. Tittle's a name I see that's always people know who he is. It's weird. I've also seen this take a couple of times, but most notably from Brandon Tierney, uh, Tierney of CBS Sports Radio. Uh, he tweeted, easy to bag on Tebow, but the dude has more athleticism in his big toe than 99% of all of oh, our collective on. family trees on social media. This has nothing to do with us. This has nothing to do with dopey me. This has nothing to do with regular walk-down-the-street slob. He is a professional athlete who has competed against other professional athletes, and more often than not, he has failed miserably against other pro athletes. Again, he was a first-round NFL draft pick. I have come nowhere near close to that. Brandon Tierney, not a great take because that has nothing to do with anything. All right, I want to get into this Heisman thing. Uh, So the last four Heisman Trophy winners here that played their football in the state of Florida, their college football in the state of Florida. Coquel, can you name them off the top of your head? Warful. Okay. Tebow. Yep. Wanky. Yeah. Wanky did win. And who am I missing? The most obvious one is the one you're missing. Jabo. Jameis. Yep, there you go. Well done. Good job, Coquel. So the last four Heisman winners in the state of Florida, Jameis Winston, Tim Tebow, Chris Wanky, Danny Werfel. Which state of Florida Heisman winner has been the best pro? I'm going to throw out the number before we dive in. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Which state of Florida Heisman winner is the best pro? Jameis, Tebow, Winky, Werfel. Here we go. So Jameis, obviously the only one that as of today is still active. He spent five years in Tampa because I think he's going to be the conventional answer to this, right? Like most people are going to go to Jameis. Five years in Tampa. uh, He threw for 5,000 yards in his final year, but he also threw 30 interceptions in that season. One winning year with Tampa. Not a playoff year, but one winning season. Nine and seven in 2016. Did make the Pro Bowl in his rookie year after a couple of injuries. Does have one playoff pass. That came as a backup with the Saints. That's been Jameson's Jameis has caused a lot of people to drink some Jameson watching him throw interceptions. That is Jameis's uh, quarterback resume. Then there's Tebow, and we just went through it all. One good season. Uh, he averaged 140 passing yards per game. They didn't let him throw. They didn't trust him enough to do that. Chris Winkie, one season as a full-time starter. In his career, 15 touchdowns to 26 interceptions. Okay, the only season he was a full-time starter was his first year, 2001, at Carolina. Then, Danny Werfel, 10 career starts, 12 touchdowns, 22 interceptions in his career. He was with four different teams in six years. Those are your last four Heisman Trophy winners in the state of Florida. So I ask you, 
Jameis Tebow Winky Werfel, of the last four State of Florida Heisman Trophy winners, who's the best pro? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And this is where you have to prioritize what you consider in a quarterback. And this is where you have to give a concession to Tim Tebow. Because Jameis, of all those numbers, and he has that Pro Bowl, and he spent five years as a starter, but where's the playoff win? Where's the playoff appearance as a starting quarterback? At the very least, Tim Tebow, if you're thinking about wins in the most important moments, Tim freaking Tebow has a leg up on the conventional answer to this question, Jameis Winston. And that's why this is fascinating. It's depressing, but it's fascinating. There's no way you can go Tebow over Jameis. I'm he has Jameis the playoff in, win, man. In my mind, because we made so much out of the 30 interception season, I I had Jameis throwing 25 interceptions every year of his career. He was pretty uh, conservative with the ball early on, 22 and 15, 28 touchdowns, 18 interceptions, 19 and 11, 19 and 14. And then that's when they went all downfield when he threw 5,000, 33 touchdowns and 30 interceptions. Jameis has had a pretty solid career. I like Jameis, the quarterback, but Jameis hasn't won a damn thing. Like at the very yeah, least, Tebow has team his, also. But Tebow has as many winning seasons as a starting quarterback as Jameis does. He has one more playoff win than Jameis does. Like depending on how you prioritize it, depending on how you look at the quarterback position and what it means and what matters most, you could make the argument that Tim Tebow is better pro than Jameis. There's a bigger resume for Jameis, volume-wise. How can you make that argument? I'm just looking at the stats. All you have is the playoff win, which now goes against everything I said before about the playoff win being important. Now you have to be backed into a corner. Because besides (laughs) the playoff win, he's done nothing. (laughs) Which state of Florida Heisman winner is the best pro? Is it Jameis Tebow Winky Werfel? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. By the way, for the record, just some housekeeping, Jameis at 74%, Tebow at 17%, Winky at 7%, and poor Danny Werfel at 2%. But again, Danny Werfel, great guy. I didn't realize how bad Winky was. For some reason in my head, he oh. was just a solid veteran in the pro. Just bad. Uh, he was bad. Joe is in Jupiter. What's up, Joe? Hey guys, yeah, he's that's a really bad foursome. No, yeah, it's awful. Especially the guy you just mentioned. Good lord. Yeah, yeah. But it's, I would have it's to bad. give it to Jameis. I mean, I go back to 2010. I'm not a Tebow fan. He's a good guy, and I appreciate him trying to, you know, do whatever he wants to do to have a successful life after football and come back to it. Nothing against him, but I mean, if you go like go back to 2010, two for eight for 69 yards and a touchdown, and they beat the Chiefs 17-10. Yeah. Yeah. The NFL quarterback. He had a couple of games like that. Like they, in their win over Chicago that year, he had similar oh, numbers. My. I mean, he was just brutal at times because they didn't trust him to throw. He's throwing the ball like a javelin right. at times. And that defense, if you remember, like they weren't great statistically that year, but they had some heavenly moments, some like gifted from the gods moments where they came up with turnovers. You remember their kicking game that year? They're hitting like 60 yard field goals regularly with yeah. Matt Prater. Like that was just a confluence yep. of. Of incredible luck that entire year, and maybe, just maybe, Tim Tebow had something to do with that, right, Coquel? Yeah, it might have been. It might have been the Tebow factor. But it like I said, been. I'd much rather have a guy that can throw for five thousand yards in a season, <laughs> even though he had a ton of ton of interceptions. But I also have a question. You mentioned yep. the piano 
a few uh, uh-huh. a few minutes ago with with, with my daughters. Girls, um, yeah, yeah. You need to get them because my daughter's nine, and you need to get them on the uh, the app because I'm about to put my my daughter into uh, piano lessons. If you were to see my daughter play row beats on the, uh, it's an app. Uh-huh. It's, a, it's a game. It's incredible what they can do with their little fingers. That if you get your daughters to play row beats. You're going to want to put them in piano. Awesome. Lessons. I'm going to do it because the last thing I want to do is get a piano and then they're terrible. Like I, I'm only going to reward no, them yeah. with a piano until they're good. That's how, that's how yeah, I'm You're such a liar. You're not going to download that app. Dad, <laughs> appreciate it, Joe. You are Shut such up, a fraud. I'm dad of the year. All right? <laughs> there is no way your kids are going to become pianists. Leo is in Riviera Beach. What's up, Leo? Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. Uh, <laughs> this is a good conversation. I think, at first, I think, yeah, the piano thing, that's before you make that investment, you really want to make sure that you're going to get some return Those on that. Those things investment. are heavy. <laughs> yeah, and they, they need to be tuned every time you move Ugh, them. you got to tune them. The so. worst. And you know, you, you can tune a fish. But, wait, no, I messed that up. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just like to say that I think Jameis. Is the best one, the best out of the four. Um, although I do give some credence to Tim Tebow, it was magical that year that he just came on the scene in the NFL and won that playoff game. I was so disappointed. I'm still disappointed. I don't know how a team can come back down from down 15 to tie the game and then win in overtime. That's like still the against, damnedest like thing I've ever seen. Dolphins. That was that was. I've never been to an NFL game that was more confusing than that one because the Broncos were dead. Matt Moore was tearing up the Broncos in that game and then all of a sudden it, it, it it's like the, the, the Dolphins forgot how to play football. Tony Sperano is yelling at officials. Tim Tebow is like rumbling towards the end zone. Matt Prater's hitting 87 yard field goals. Like it was <laughs> it was absolutely unbelievable. I've never seen anything like it before in my entire life. And appreciate the call, Leo. We're running short on time here. 888-760-3776. Uh, the last four Heisman winners. Uh, who, who end up being the best pro? Jameis? Tebow, Werfel, or Wanky. When we return, we'll talk with Pat Lawler, our sports law and sports agent insider. Uh, We are going to talk about Tebow, if that is it for him, Uh, not to mention some other uh, of the the goings-on in the NFL preseason, including the Raiders announcing you need to be vaccinated to get into their games this year. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. You are listening to Ken Levick live on ESPN 106.3. In case you missed it earlier on Ken Levick Alive, Tim Tebow's father sent us a, uh, a special message on the day that his son was released from the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hey, sport, it's your dad. Sorry the Jaguars didn't work out and sorry that football didn't pan out for you. Why don't you sit down and rest? Proud of you, bucko. P.S. Why don't you try hockey? See what the Florida Panthers are doing. Yeah, I thought that was sweet. Just wanted to make sure that we all heard that again. Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel. Before we talk with Pat Lawler of Lawler & Associates Personal Injury Attorneys, our sports law and sports agent insider, want to tell you about EDS Air Conditioning uh, because Coquel is sweating it out right now in his COVID quarantine garage in Port St. Lucie, and I feel badly for him, and I wish, I wish, I wish he would have taken advantage of uh, EDS Air Conditioning because EDS is, yes, they service Palm Beach County, but they also – 
service up into the Treasure Coast. They take care of South Florida. They've been doing it since 2006, and they are trustworthy. They are family-owned and operated. They are looking out for you, and they use the best equipment. They're a trained comfort specialist because it's hard to stop a train. Your air conditioning, unfortunately, in the summer months, it's overworked. It is hot. It is muggy. It's disgusting at all times down here, and sometimes those air conditioning units break, and there's never a good time for it to happen. It's very hard to predict that it's going to happen, but maybe a little forethought helps if your AC unit is old and hasn't been serviced in a while. Maybe you should give a call to EDS Air Conditioning because EDS is yes. Check them out online, edsairconditioning.com. That's edsairconditioning.com. And uh, make sure that you are all good. But if that air conditioning does go down, you weren't expecting it, and you need help immediately because we need that fixed up as soon as we can get it, EDS, they're working around your schedule. Their service times, they want to work it around what you have going in your day because it's tough to be held hostage when you have no air conditioning in this heat and you don't know what is going to happen and when it's going to happen. EDS is looking out for you. EDSairconditioning.com. EDS is, yes, have your air conditioning plan, and that means Coquel as well. Getting that garage uh, cooled down for the next time. Hopefully not the next time, but if he ever has to uh, uh, flee to that garage again for 10 days, maybe he's in trouble with the wife. Hopefully it's not COVID-related. Uh, EDS will help him out. EDS is yes. Go to edsairconditioning.com. Let's switch gears now to a man we love talking to, and we love having him on every single Tuesday here on Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel. He is our sports agent insider. He is our sports law insider. He is Pat Lawler of Lawler & Associates Personal Injury Attorneys. For a free consultation for all your personal injury matters, go to wanttolawyerup.com. That's wanttolawyerup.com. And Pat joins us here on Ken Levick Alive. Pat, I know you're a pro Tebow guy. My condolences. Yeah, I knew that was coming, Ken. <laughs> oh, I'm very predictable. And so when you saw the game the other night and you saw him whiffing on blocks, uh, you had a feeling that, uh, that the writing was on the wall. Let me ask you this. Uh, is Tim Tebow's pro career, no matter the sport, done now? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Emphatically, yes. Yeah. He's, He's still marketable. He's still, I mean, I suppose, put your, let's put Pat Lawler in the Tim Tebow agent shoes right now. This is a guy who still has sports appeal. This is still a guy that can sell merchandise. Still a guy that people uh, are, are clamoring for. What happens now with him? Well, I think the, the biggest connection he has is the University of Florida, obviously. Uh, he really hasn't made a connection in any any NFL franchise to go out and really promote that team. But just Tim Tebow being Tim Tebow, he's a good guy. He does great things in the community and around the world. And he's a guy that people like uh, for what he does. He's true to his word and everything he does. So I would just work off of that. I mean, obviously, I think he could do anything he wants. He could do broadcasting. He could do commercials. He can do uh, pretty much anything just because the kind of guy he is. Uh, so again, Tim Tebow released by the Jacksonville Jaguars today. We uh, we think we think that's it. What what is his pro sports legacy? That's what we've been debating. I know you've you've heard a little bit of it, and it's sort of across the board to you. What is Tim Tebow's pro sports legacy? It has to be his college career. I mean, the toughness he brought, the the winning attitude, the uh, the idea that he didn't have the skills. I saw him play his high school championship game down in here in Miami, uh, and he was amazing. He just never progressed to be that great thrower, even though he was physically gifted. 
That's the sad part. And I kind of blame that on his college coaches. They never developed him. They just used him as that runner slash get the ball downfield on occasions and take that charisma and pass it on his teammates to win. That's the key. That speech that he gave after the, gave after the Mississippi State loss. That'll, I'll always remember that and how they came back to win the championship. I'm going to go ahead and mark Lawler down for Tim Tebow's pro career sucked. There we go. Perfect. All right. Uh, so uh, uh, Pat Lawler, Lawler and Associates, personal injury attorney. She's our sports agent, sports law insider, and he puts up with us every Tuesday uh, here on ESPN 106.3. All right. So, Pat, we're down to three preseason games as opposed to the four. So that means that we are approaching the halfway mark here already in this exhibition season. How beneficial or detrimental is is that for players and agents? Not really that bad. It was the way it was for years. So a few years ago, they ran the course of four preseason games. I think the teams are able to evaluate who they want on their roster. Obviously, I always think there's only a few spots open on the 53-man. You're fighting for those practice squad as well as you're trying to show other teams. That's why I always like the inner team scrimmages. Um, if you can make it through, because they only cut down to 80 after this week and then obviously down to 53 after the third week. I don't think it makes that big of a difference in exposing your player to being making the team on the 53 or the practice squad, but also exposing themselves to other teams out there who will look to pick them up. That's the interesting. Remember uh, Howell from, uh, from FAU. Buddy Howell. Man, yeah. Here he was on the Dolphins, buddy, and then he got picked up off the pra- you know, on the 53-man right, right out of camp after four games. And he's been with the Texans so, ever since. That's yeah, like five seasons I mean, now. So, and the key there, Ken, is is did that four games uh, preseason without any cuts help players like him and other guys? I think it did. Yeah. Uh, we'll see how many guys are signed after final cuts here, uh, because I don't think a lot of guys are going to get signed after the first or second cuts that are going on. Uh, let's wrap with this. The Raiders announced earlier today that they are demanding vaccine proof to attend games this year. How many teams do you think are going to follow suit, and do you think that unvaccinated folks are going to try and file lawsuits against NFL teams and entities that are requiring vaccination status? It's a two-part question. I'll answer it this way. I think a lot of other teams are going to follow, particularly the northern teams, the teams that don't have a, a government entity that's put restrictions on mandating vaccines. That's number one. Number two, there will be lawsuits because in some cities they have season tickets and they have a contract, and the contract has nothing in there about mm-hmm. having to be vaccinated to go to the game. So I perceive that there will be season ticket holders who uh, don't want to get vaccinated who will file suit uh, in those situations. That's what I perceive happening. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with you. I think that that's uh, you, you sort of reinforced what my initial thought on that was going to be. Always great stuff, always fantastic insight, and for once, some intelligence on this show every Tuesday with Pat Lawler, Lawler & Associates, personal injury attorneys. Uh, he, he dives into the world of the dumb and somehow uh, is able <laughs> to manage uh, every single week here on Ken Levick Alive. Pat, thank you so much. Have a great rest of the week, and we'll catch up next week, okay? All right, guys. Be safe. Take care, soon. Awesome. Lawler & Associates, personal injury attorneys. Again, wanttolawyerup.com for your free consultation because personal injury matters. You want to get what you deserve. You need compensation. If you were injured in a slip and fall or a motorcycle accident or a boating accident or an automobile accident and you don't know where to turn to, it is scary. It is uncertain. And uh, Pat Lawler and the folks at Lawler & Associates, they are there to help you out. It, you never really think about needing representation for something like that until it happens to you and in south florida 
telling you, there is sketch down here. There's a lot of CD down here. I know it's shocking. I know I'm breaking some news to you, but it is rare to find people you can trust down here, especially when it comes to the legal side of things. And thank God for Pat Lawler and Lawler and Associates personal injury attorneys. They are working for you. They want to put in the effort for you. They want to earn you what you deserve in any personal injury matter. If you're in that situation I just mentioned, find someone you can trust. And that's Pat Lawler. Get online, go to wanttolawyerup.com, wanttolawyerup.com, get your free consultation, and Pat and company are going to help you out. Lawler and Associates, personal injury attorneys, wanttolawyerup.com. So, Coquel, I think that the Tim Tebow conversation today was constructive for a multitude of reasons, okay? I think that we took a deep dive and put a bow on the professional career of Tim Tebow. We were able to send some messages to kids, uh, which again is kids, if you want to be a success in this world, know somebody, right? That helps. And two, if you really want to be successful, you need to get good looking enough to sell shirts, right? Like I mean, that's, that's what we've learned everything. from Tim Tebow, right? I mean, I got this show based off of my boyish good looks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to, to listen. It's not been terrible not having you in here. It's been great having you on the show. Not been terrible not having you in studio. I get the last it. I'm distracting to look at. I understand. <laughs> uh-huh. the, baby, the baby blues get everybody, uh-huh. Ken. It's not just you. You do have nice eyes. You okay. do have nice eyes. I'll give you that. Um, I do want to give some people some time to and the opportunity to win a $50 gift card to Stormhouse Brewing. Stormhouse. Stormhouse, we love you. It's Taco Tuesday, by the way. Tuesday means Taco Tuesday means you should get your ass out to Stormhouse Brewing. US 1, just a half mile south of PGA Boulevard in the Crystal Cove Commons. The craft beer, delicious. Brewed on site, master brewer, trained in Germany. The gastropub menu, delectable, incredible, filling. You're going to love it. The fact that it's craft beer, it's a craft brewery, and it has a menu, that's rare. It's like Haley's Comet. It's like dinosaurs. You just don't see them, but here it is. Well, I guess dinosaurs, not a good analogy because they're dead and extinct. (laughs) Haley's Comet, that was a better analogy. But Stormhouse Brewing, the craft beer, the menus, it's one of a kind. Uh, Half mile south of PGA Boulevard, US 1, Stormhouse Brewing. Stormhousebrewing.com to check out that selection, and I'm giving you a chance now to win a 50-5-0. Sing Quinta. $50 gift card to Stormhouse Brewing. We're going to have a little Tim Tebow trivia. How about that? I'm going to win. This was the team that beat Florida that led to the Gators and Tim Tebow's I Promise speech. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. This is the team that beat Florida leading to Tim Tebow's I Promise speech. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And again, Coquel, for posterity purposes, you cannot win the $50 but gift it's $50 card. to my favorite place to go. You cannot win it. I'm you sorry. You see every TV from every seat in the place, Ken. By the way, do you know the answer? I do. Okay. Um, Before we get to our competitors here, quick message about Greenway Kia. 
in West Palm. Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. Greenway Kia is where I got my Kia K5 GT that is currently in the boiling sun on the sixth floor of our parking garage, which is across the street and takes an additional four minutes to get to. But I'm not complaining because at least by the time I get up there, even though we are being treated very poorly and there's no reason for us to be on the top floor in the summer heat of a parking garage, I am able to, as I'm walking through the heat and, uh, and back, I'm and parched and there's that, sand that whipping around slippery. me. Yeah. And even on there when it rains, it's yeah. like it's like being on ice. Yeah. It, it's it's honestly it's so hot walking through there, you see like mirages in the distance. I'm like, <laughs> Kia, is that you? Is that you, Kia K5 GT? And I'm grasping at it and it's not there yet. It's very, very trying. But eventually I do get to that Kia K5 GT and I slam on that air conditioning and I say, Baby Blue, get me home. I love that car and I love Greenway Kia West Palm Beach because they made the buying experience wildly easy and they are looking out for you at Greenway Kia. What I love is the 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 partners we talk about on here, they're all looking out for you. They all have your back. That credit clinic at Greenway Kia West Palm Beach, they are running your credit over and over and over and over and over again until they find something that's going to work and they can get financing available for you. They put in the effort. I love associating myself with people that give a damn and they give a damn at Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. So here's what I want you to do. Check out their selection online, Greenway KiaWestPalmBeach.com, GreenwayKiaWestPalmBeach.com, or get yourself into their beautiful showroom on Military Trail just a half mile south of Palm Beach International Airport, and make sure you find something. Say, hey, George, or hey, Mike, I want something that's fuel efficient. I want something safe. I want something that's going to look good. I want something that fits my lifestyle. And they're going to say, you know, we've got a Kia for you at Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. Go to GreenwayKiaWestPalmBeach.com and check out that selection. Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. I'm a customer. You'll be too. All right. Let's find the winner. Their whole ad should just be, we even made LaVica look cool. Yeah, you seriously. Do, you do look cool in that car. I mean, it is the coolest-ass car I have ever owned in my entire life. The fact that I went to Boca Resort and the valet complimented it, that's one of the greatest things that's ever happened to me, and I owe that all to Greenway Kia at West Palm Beach. All right, $50 gift card to Stormhouse Brewing in North Palm Beach. They're going to take care of your drinking needs. They're going to take care of your eating needs, and you're going to take care of yourself if you win this $50 gift card. The question is, what team beat Florida leading to Tim Tebow's I Promise speech? Todd is in North Palm. This could be a home game for him if he has the correct answer. Todd, <laughs> give me the answer. I am just south of that amazing place. Yes. But, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say Florida State. Oh, Todd, I'm so sorry. Todd, Todd I'm so sorry. Still go to Stormhouse Brewing, though, okay? I'll, uh, yes. I'll, I'll, I'll try and pop by and, uh, and buy you a round to make up for the lack of $50 <laughs> gift card. Appreciate it, Todd. It was not Florida State. Kevin in Lake Worth, do you know the correct answer? Was it Jevin Sneed in Old Miss Rebels? Man, the fact that he even gave it Jevin Sneed. That made it even better. You're not getting any more than $50, but you do win the $50 gift card. It was Ole Miss. It, in fact, was Ole Miss that led to the Tim Tebow I Promise speech. Kevin and Lake Worth, congratulations, man. You've got a $50 gift card to Stormhouse Brewing. Thank you, thank you. All right, Kevin and Lake Worth is our winner today. We are done, done, done on this Tuesday edition. Coquelar, am I going to see you this week? Are you ever leaving quarantine? I've been testing every day, waiting for that old negative. All right. So once Coquel gets the negative, he will come in. That will be a positive. See what I did there? 
Well, you know what else is a positive, Ken? I am fully vaccinated and have no have had no symptoms for three days now, and it was nothing more than a bad cold for me. Because See, people, Coquel is living damn proof that the vaccines work. If you haven't done it, stop waiting on it. Go get the jab. He's Coquel. Thank you to Joe Rigotti. I'm Ken Levick, and we've been live on ESPN 106.3. Bye until tomorrow.